Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever the numbers read on your clock at this specific moment in time that words roll off my tongue, flow over my lips, into the mic, and through your speakers, penetrating your ear canals and stimulating your brain. Welcome to From the Mind of Mr. L. Yo, I want to start off first by saying Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2020 is in the books. It was one for the books. It was a crazy wild year. Definitely. We don't want it to roll over into 2021. We've already seen the mayhem, the chaos, that domestic terrorism, that those terrorists, those thugs got away with on Capitol Hill on uh, this past Wednesday. Shit was wild. We all know that if it had been a person of color, things would have went a lot differently. But I don't want to spend too much time talking about that because we already hear about it enough. Everywhere we turn to on Twitter, on Instagram, social media, the news, TV, wherever we are, we see it. So I just want to talk about some stuff to take our minds off of it for a little bit. So again, yo, happy new year. Like, shout out to y'all. Man, give yourself a pat on the back. You made it through 2020. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. Glad you're here to rock with us for another year. Let's make it to see 2022. All right? Hope you guys had a very happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hope you spent it with loved ones, whether, you know, you were social distancing in the comforts of your own home or on Zoom calls. I hope y'all weren't traveling because y'all know that doesn't help. We're trying to get this thing under control as best as possible so that way that we can open up because I, I want to meet some of y'all. So I need y'all to, to do I need y'all to do your responsibility, wear your mask, social distance, limit as much contact with people that you can. Cool. Appreciate it. Um, yo, those six hundred dollar stimulus checks. You know, now that Biden is officially going to be sworn in in a few days, I, I want him to put his money where his mouth is. Let's get these other checks rolling. But with that $600, man, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do with your money. I don't, listen, you do whatever you feel you need to with that money, whether that's take care of some bills, some credit card bills, car payments, rent, mortgage. You need to buy some groceries. Hell. Do something to make yourself feel good if you need to. Like, that's what I plan on doing with some of mine. I'm going to do something to make me feel good because it's been a mentally draining year. Mentally, physically, and spiritually. So, shit, if you wanted to take your $600 and go to Oregon and get high as a fucking kite on all the illegal drugs there now, do that shit. Yo, I ain't mad at you. Go get you a new sex toy. Enjoy yourself. Something that brings you pleasure, that relaxes you, that gives you peace. It gives you happiness. Do it. Do it. But we are going into the new year. You know, we start off the new year always with resolutions, vision boards, saying that we're going to change this, we're going to change that. Um, we hear it all the time. New year, new me. Nah. If anything with this year, I plan on getting filthier. <laughs> so I can't even say that there's going to be a... a it's going to be the same me. It's just going to be intensified. Um, but I do have like my own personal goals. 
you know, something that I'm going to share with you guys. Like, yeah, I plan on starting a business this year. I worked on it a little bit last year, but I didn't dedicate a lot of time to it because I wasn't in the right mental space to do so. But this year, I'm definitely making this happen. I refuse to waste more time with it. So when it drops, I'll let you guys know. I'm going to keep it under wraps for right now. But I'm definitely working on a business of my own. I'm trying to get healthy. I'm not saying that I'm not healthy right now. You know, how does one define healthy? But I definitely want to get into shape. That's my big thing. I know one of the top things that people say that they're doing going into the new year, and usually it's a busy time right now for gyms, but just getting getting into the gym at the first of the year and then, you know, typically fall off midway through February. I went ahead. I got me a gym membership about the week before Christmas. No, no, the week before New Year's. And I was like, you know what? I don't got to wait till New Year's to start this joint. I'm about to get rolling now. You don't have to wait to a certain point. Whenever you feel like you're ready to do something, you go ahead and you do it. You take care of it. Uh, so I've been going, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say consistently just yet, but I'm working my way up to it. Um, I like to be able to get on the basketball court and play more than two games without calling it quits. <laughs> you know, now if it gets to the point where like I'm having sex and my stroke, you know, by that eighth stroke and I'm already gasping for air, then y'all come check on me because I'm not doing okay. All right. I need y'all to be like, yo, Mr. L, lay off the cookout, go get on the treadmill. I drink plenty of water, so that's not an issue. But just getting back active, that's what I want to do. That is one of my goals for this um, for this upcoming 2020 year. Not 2020, but 2021. Y'all knew what I meant. I got a little distracted because um, I got an update saying that these black PS5s are supposed to be dropping on Friday. So your boy is trying to be on the lookout for one. Um, but anyways, yeah, so get healthy. Um, get fit. Get in shape. Eat better. Less fast food more cooking, more vegetables. I, I'm aiming for maybe being a vegetarian three times out of the week. I love grilled foods. I love chicken wings. These are just things that I'm not giving up. Absolutely not. It would take God himself to have to be like, yo, listen, you're going to die if you don't stop eating this. There's no way around it. Now, if he said that, then I'm out. Possibly like, you know, the little Russell Westbrook gif where he's like sneaking food on the basketball court. That would probably be me. But, um, yeah, I'm eating healthier. I've always thought also, you know, like I always want my, my, my semen, my nut to be delightful to whoever is tasting it, experiencing it. And so I definitely watch what I eat because of that. You know, I don't want to put anything in your body that is going to um, be disgusting. I mean, I'm disgusting, but in a good way. Um, education. I want to definitely looking into a possible career change and going back to school to do something different. I know you guys don't know what I do now, but for those of you who do know what I do, yeah, I'm thinking about going back to school after having some conversations with family, with very close friends. I want to um, go back to school and and definitely possibly venture into a um, a new field voice acting is also one thing that is on my list and um, I want to get into that if possible this year whether it's doing reading um, just audio or hey if I'm voicing a cartoon character I'm with it I do it count me in if you know anybody that I need to talk to holla at me 
holla at me. My email is from the mind of Mr. L at gmail.com. So definitely, um, I'm interested in getting into that. If the pandemic allows, I want to travel more. One of my goals before the pandemic hit was if I can, if I can afford it either financially or with my time, I wanted to pick, you know, two states every month or one state every month and just pick a random city, whether it's the capital or the most popular city, whatever, and just spend like a weekend there just to experience it. And I wanted to do it so much that eventually in a couple of years or so that I hit every single state. I think that would be fun. I love traveling. I love to eat. I want to get out more. Definitely want to get out more. But I'm not doing shit unless this pandemic has relaxed and it's safe to travel. Lastly, I want to better myself. I just want to be a better person in general. You know, I want to be a better son to my parents. I want to be a better brother to my siblings, a better uncle to my nieces and nephews, better cousins to my family. I just I want to be a better friend, a better podcast host, a better partner, a better co-worker. You know, that's what I want to do. I just want to better myself in all aspects of life. I like being able to offer people the best parts of me that I can. If you come in contact with me, I want you to get the best of me. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I go through my shit like everybody else. I'm not perfect whatsoever. But for those moments in time, I want you to experience the best of me that you can get. Or even then, even if I'm not the best version of myself, then like you still enjoy the experience that you have with me. But yeah, bettering myself overall as a whole is definitely my number one goal. I want to become a better podcast host. Like I got my own little makeshift. I won't even say studio. It's a microphone plugged into a computer that I've had for maybe shit eight years. Um, the mic is already broken after three episodes. I did have a podcast before this, a sports one, but still, this one hasn't even lasted three episodes and it's already starting to break down. So I definitely want to be a better podcast host. I want to deliver to you guys um, the best quality stuff that I can interesting topics we'll get into all that in a second now when it comes to personal kink goals i have those two like some things that i definitely want to definitely want to do or try out i'm not going to dig too much into detail into some of them right now because i want you guys to enjoy it and experience it with me as i go and do these things or or see these things happen you know i want to inform you of what's going on so you can kind of get the real life update when it does happen but I know like uh, one thing, <laughs> one thing I said the other day, and I wasn't joking at all. People might have thought I was, but I was eating some Nutella, right? I'm allergic to peanuts. I've developed some kind of uh, either allergy or something against peanuts. So I can't eat peanut butter. I can't eat raw peanuts. I can't eat Snicker, Snickers. That was my favorite candy bar. So Nutella has been it. And it's pretty good. I don't really like I really have to be in the mood for chocolate if I want to eat chocolate. And it has a nice balance of like nuttiness, but a smooth, sweet, chocolatey taste as well. And as I'm eating it, I'm like, hmm. In 2021, I definitely want Nutella licked off my balls. Like Nutella and nuts. I want Nutella licked off my nuts. I think that would be dope. 
Now, I've incorporated food into sex before, but I've never had Nutella licked off my nuts. And I think that both parties would enjoy it because she'll enjoy the taste of the Nutella mixed with <laughs> not the saltiness of the nuts, but she'll enjoy the taste of the Nutella with the nuts, you know, um, and I'll just enjoy getting my ball sucked. One thing that I already do, but let's just take it up a notch. It's pleasurable for both of us. The more she enjoys eating the Nutella, the more she enjoys sucking my balls, the more I get to enjoy it as well. So that's definitely on my list of uh, 2021 things to do. But outside of that, um, I definitely want to find a kink community in North Carolina. That's where I currently reside. Born and raised here, actually. But I don't really I have I've never really experienced a kink community. I've said in previous episodes that I've tried to find it through um, FetLife, but I had a hard time navigating through that. I told you guys about kinked in the previous or the first episode the first episode i told you guys about the kinked app and that quite hasn't been it either and plus you got to pay for it and i'm just like yeah i'm not paying for it just yet if i know it's not worth the investment so i'm still waiting to see what happens with that but yeah i've i haven't seen or heard of you know i've, I've heard of one but even then it wasn't like a solid one like a kink community in north carolina i reside in the 919-ish area we'll leave it at that but I'm in the 704 to 336. I don't really travel to Fayetteville like that because, well, if you've been to Fayetteville or no Fayetteville, you know what it is. You just, you stay out of there as much as possible. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to find that and I want to attend, you know, some kink events. Whether they're local or they're out of state, I'm cool with that pandemic, you know, if that's chilled out. If we get the okay to travel and do that, I know that that's been done where, um, like recently I was told someone's doing like a little sex party getaway or something in the Poconos. Um, and I'm pretty sure they have rules and regulations as far as health and who's going and what you have to do in order to be able to go. But, you know, hey, if I can find something like that locally, I'm down for it. I definitely want to want to come be a fly on the wall. If I participate or not, well, you just have to wait until we get there. Um, but definitely would love to go watch and experience and see what's going on. Um, hell, even group chats. I love talking to people about sex. It's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast. I love talking to people about sex, either educating or getting educated about things, sharing experiences. Like the more I know, the better. And so definitely want to want to get into that. I also want to work on my stroke game some more this year. Not saying there's anything wrong with it. You know, don't get me wrong. Like I think I do pretty well. But let's just say, you know, even Kobe, even Kobe, as great of a game as he had or Michael Jordan, even LeBron, the greats. Yo, they still constantly worked on their game. Just because they won one championship, it didn't mean they took days off. Nah, they were back in the gym the next day, a week later, whenever. That's how I feel about my stroke game. It's like, all right, cool. It's good. It's great. But it can be better. It can be better. So I definitely want to work on that. Um, Role play. I really want to get into role play some more. I am more experienced with like zip ties, with tape, handcuffs, things like that. But I recently saw a picture of a young lady who was tied up and the guy was holding her up by the strings. I'm like, damn, 
Look at that. I would love to have me a nice little duffel bag body woman just to walk around with. Or hell, that could be a nice little workout for me. Like, hey, babe, come here. Let me tie you up real quick. I'm going to lift you up a little bit. Like, outside of the, you know, the, the normal spanking and fucking torturing that you would do while she's tied up. Like, you know, I would love to just be able to, like, yeah, I'm just going to pick you up for the hell of it. Like, your body's not moving anywhere because I had the ropes tied correctly. And that's my thing. Like, I got to get the patience for it. I got to get the patience for it. Because, like, <laughs> I, I tried to tie one young lady up one time. And she got out. <laughs> she got the fuck out. I couldn't even be mad at her. I was pissed off at myself. Like, damn. You rushed into this shit. You should have took your time. You should have sat and watched a couple more videos. You was just trying to get in there, get her tied up. Then so you could do your thing. So I just need to develop patience for that. Definitely need to develop patience for that. I also want to continue to study and just learn more about a woman's body. There's a lot. A lot of things that we men and some women don't know about the woman's body and each body is different it is that's what makes everyone special is hey what works for you might not work for the next person or vice versa what works for them might not, might not work from you for you so i need to venture out and and just i won't even say experience your body more but just study it learn about it educate myself more on it so that way i can either please you more or i can talk about it so that way that somebody can use that information to please you i want to be able i want to i want to find my best orgasm not saying that i haven't had some great ones because there have been some incredible ones whether i was with somebody or i was masturbating by myself yo I've had some incredible orgasms. So when I say I want to find my best orgasm, it's like, yo, what can I do to intensify it? Like, whether it's with a woman or women or by myself, using toys, using my hand, pussy, ass, whatever it is. Like, I want to know what can I do. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be to my dick. It can either be a mental stimulation or a physical stimulation somewhere. Like, yo. If my nipples are getting pinched when I come. Shit. That shit feels incredible. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'll do it my damn self sometimes if I'm masturbating. I'll just pinch my own nipple. It is what it is. But even then, like, I, I come a lot already. I've been told I come a lot. I really didn't pay attention to it until uh, I was recording slow motion that video. By the way, do y'all like slow motion nut videos or the regular ones? Talk to me. But either way, it was like, I was like, oh, shit. I, I was still going. Because in that moment, like, I, I wasn't realizing it. It was feeling good. The overwhelming feeling was feeling great. Like, I knew I'd come a lot during sex. But when, when masturbating, I was just like, oh, shit. I was rewatching the video. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's still going. It's okay. All right, cool. Damn. But even then, like, I want more come. I want to produce more cum. Like, I've looked up different ways, and I'm just like, all right, you know, cool, I'm going to try this. But, you know, I 
I just want more white lava erupting from the two-tone veiny volcano. That's high enough in the air to kiss the heavens when it comes. Like, that's what I want. I love an explosive, an explosive orgasm. I'm a shooter. I want to see my shit shoot up in the air. I honestly thought one time about getting like a little target. And whenever I masturbate, I was going to try and get as close to the bull's eye. I might do that. That might be some OnlyFans content if I ever decide to start one up. If I don't already have one. But anyways, I, I want to experiment with more toys. Like, I feel as though that there are a lot more male sex toys out there. Outside of just the casual cock rings that I talk about. And the flashlights. Like, I know there are different forms of them. But, like, there, there has to be other things, you know. And so I want to venture out and find those like i just i just bought me a my first toy of the year um it was a it's a wireless controlled vibrating cock ring so basically it's purple and silicone and i either wrap it around my dick it's supposed to be able to wrap around my balls i haven't quite tried it out yet i thought about trying it out and doing it during the show right now but i'm like nah i want to wait till i have a guest and i'll treat her to that maybe like, I'll put it on, and then I'll let her control it throughout the show. We'll see. But, yeah. So, it has, like, a, a little long part, maybe about two inches long. And it can either rest on the pelvis area, on top of the dick, on the balls, or the gooch area. I'm an advocate for a vibrator on the gooch all day, every day. Um, don't knock it till you try it. Just trust me on that one, fellas. And ladies, just trust me. But, yeah, I was starting to think, like, yo, this would be great to use as, like, a his and her toy as well. Like, I, I want to venture out more into his and her toys also. But I had the idea where, like, all right, I love using the wireless vibrator on a woman. So if we go out, she has hers on, and I'm controlling it on my phone. And then I have my vibrating cock ring going and she has the remote control in her hand while we're sitting down at dinner. While we're walking around, wherever we are. We're at each other's mercy. We control what speed, what tempo, what power vibrations that we want at what times. Whoever taps out first, drinks are on them for the night. Or whatever little bet that we might come up with. But I just think that that would be dope. That would be fun. Like, if you do do that, tell me about it. Like, if I give you these ideas, yo, I want to hear about this shit. Um, next up, I want to I wanna dive more into my exhibitionist side. Like, I love being watched, whether I masturbate, whether I'm having sex, whatever. I don't mind being watched. I don't mind being heard. I make it. I make it a point to be heard. I think I sound good when I'm coming. A woman coming is music to my ears. So I want an audience for it. You know, I want someone else to be able to hear how good we either make each other feel, how good I make you feel or you make me feel. Or hell, just finding random new places to have sex at. Definitely during the pandemic. You find nice little vacant spots or some part, spots that are still public, but it's not a lot of traffic, not a lot of foot traffic or car traffic, things like that. Cool. I love it. it turns me on. Like 
being at the beach. Now, sex on the beach, I've never had sex on the beach. I've sucked some titties on the beach. Quite relaxing and fun. Just the breeze kissing your face while her nipples are between your lips and your teeth. And your tongue's just swirling around it. And the waves crashing in the background is serenity. It's beautiful. But just finding different places. The mountains, the woods, wherever. It would definitely be fun. It gives me an an adrenaline rush when I'm out in public and having sex or masturbating. It turns me on. So I definitely want to dive into that. Hell, who knows? Maybe I might try and give a titty sucking seminar this year. Possibilities are endless. You never know what Mr. L might come up with. I also want to educate myself more. Have more conversations with doms, with subs, with switches. Because switches matter too. You get you get a point of view from both sides. Um, for those of you who don't know who, what switches are, they can either switch from dominant to submissive. It's just however they flow with it. You know, I know someone who is dominant towards women, but submissive towards men or vice versa. And so I want to educate myself more on being a dom. I'm not saying I'm the perfect dom. I've been told I'm a compassionate dom, but that doesn't mean to take that lightly. Don't try me. That's all I'm saying. If you're a sub. But anyways, yeah, I feel as though that I can better myself. I can gain more knowledge how to treat myself how to be a better dom there's always room for improvement in every aspect of life there's always room for improvement on being a dom being a submissive being a person in general and to me that's what this year 2021 is going to be about this year is about progression it's about evolving like i said being my better self in all aspects of life and I feel as though, like, 2020, the shit show that it was, it allowed me to lay down the groundwork so that I can do these things, that I can accomplish these things in the year 2021. So I also have some goals for the podcast. Those are just my personal, you know, kink goals for the year. But with this podcast, my goal is to deliver great quality for you guys to listen to. You know, with the topics that I cover, the guests that I have, like I want every listener to be able to listen to this and at some point to be able to branch out, try something new. You know, experiment with some kinks, educate yourselves on them, have honest communications with either yourself, with your partner, partners, with your friends. Like, yo, I've. I've had conversations with maybe about three or four of my boys, black males, that I I hold close to me, that know about the podcast. Not a lot of people who I personally know know about this podcast because I'm like, you know, I'm keeping it under wraps from personal life, separate the two. But there are some who I feel comfortable with where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to put this out there. If they don't rock with it, cool. If they do, great. And because of that, like, they see that I'm open to, to talking about it. I'm comfortable with my sexuality to discuss things with my boys. Like, yo, that doesn't bother me. Maybe I can put them on to something that they didn't know about. And as one of my friends said, he was like, yo, I appreciate you doing this. Because there are a lot of not only 
people, but especially black males who they don't know how to communicate these things with friends. They don't know how to communicate these things with their partners. They don't feel comfortable talking about sex because of how we were raised. You know, back in the day, if you talked about sex, watch porn, which at this point, I believe damn near everybody has watched porn. Yeah, I used to be the kid that would go in my uncle's room and I knew the CDs were in the front and the DVDs were in the back. And I'd throw one in the DVD player or I would have it on, what was it? Was it HBO that had like real sex and whatnot? I would have that on at night with my finger on the last button ready to flip the shit back to Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or Disney Channel. Like, yeah, that was me. I ain't gonna lie to you. But back then, like, yo, you... If you if you did things like that, if you talked about sex, for the majority of us, you... Bro, it was frowned down upon. You were called a pervert. And kind of looked at a little funny, side-eyed, called creepy. Now, don't get me wrong. There are things such as creepy perverts. Now, that's a different level of, you know. But if you wanted to discuss things or bring it up or talk about it, like... You got looked down upon. And to me, it kind of felt it kind of felt like um, sports, like how we encourage black people to branch out and try different sports or try different foods, travel more. Things that we don't see black people usually doing. Like recently, there was a video that surfaced of a black guy ice skating. He was killing that shit. He was killing it. And that's something that you're just like, yo, you don't, like, if you, if back in the day, if I told some of my boys, like, yo, I'm going ice skating, yo, that's not something black people do. What the fuck you want to do that for? Like, I tried snowboarding once. It was fun. I definitely want to go back and do it again. But we didn't have that representation in a black community like that when I was growing up that would even make us look at and be like, yo, I want to try that. I see somebody who looks like me doing that. And that's kind of what I want to do with this podcast. I want to be one of those representations for people to see and be like, yo, there's somebody out here who looks like me, who thinks like I do, who understands what I'm saying, what I'm going through, who can help me to better understand those things. Like we didn't have that kind of representation back in the day when we were growing up, especially if you grew up in the South. Everybody damn near went to church. Some people will tell you. Some of the people in church are the freakiest. Especially the drummers. Not saying that I drum. But I do. Um, But yeah, like, below the the Bible belt. Nah, yo. Your parents didn't really educate you on sex. We know that sex education was horrible growing up in school. Like, yo, sex education was trash. Horrible. Horrible. We need to revisit it in the school system, if we're going to be honest. But either way, yeah, you you didn't gain that knowledge. All you had to go off of was the porn that you were sneaking and watching. And let's be honest, porn is a horrible visual representation of sex. Do not go in doing all the shit that you think you see on porn because you like that's what you see. That was the representation that you saw. It was from porn. And for some of us, it took it took years to know, like, yo, that's they're doing it wrong. This isn't how it's supposed to feel. This isn't how it's supposed to look. They don't show you the precautions that it takes to do what they do. They just show you 
what looks good. Same thing like on a commercial. Like, yo, yeah, that burger looks good. What goes into it, though? What does it take to do it, to make it? What are the ingredients? And you start reading the ingredients, and you're like, yo, what is this shit? Like, some stuff you'd be surprised. Like, yo, why am I eating this? This isn't food. Same thing with that, like, porn and sex. But we'll get into the, the porn. I have a porn episode set up for later on down the line. But, yeah, we just didn't have that representation. And then now, you know, we we do. We have... It's a reason why we have people like Kinks with Kiki. We have the Hardest Soft podcast. And I'm sorry, that's the Kinks with Kiki podcast, by the way. The Hardest Soft podcast. The Horrible Decisions podcast. The Glamorotica radio show. Like, these are some of our representations now. Our representers. Like, they talk about it. They make you comfortable. They make you feel comfortable. They make you want to learn more hear more about it correct the wrongs that you've done or that you are doing and like that's one thing that i really want to do with this podcast is the same exact thing i want you guys to be comfortable to be able to come listen not be judged to be understood i just want to deliver great episodes Talking about sex, talking about kinks, talking about filth, BDSM, dom-sub stuff, bisexuality, homosexuality, whatever. Only fans, nudity, all of it. Like, I want to create that platform for you guys. So that way that, hey, listen, you're not alone out here. You're not alone, and it's a cool, you're normal. Yeah, fuck that. No, you're not normal. You're great. Who wants to be normal? You're great. You're not like the rest. But like by the end of 2021, if somebody tells me, like if one person, I'm aiming for a lot more than one. But if one person comes up to me and it's just like, yo, I tried this because I heard it on Mr. L's podcast or I switched this up because somebody on Mr. L's podcast said something or my thought process has changed now because of. The conversations that were had on Mr. L's podcast. I'm able to communicate with my partner better. Because of Mr. L's podcast. Like yo. I, I would be so fucking happy. Not because. You know I felt as though that. You know like as a, as a prideful thing. But I'll be happy that you guys value what I had to say. That much. To go and apply it to your life. That's what would make me happy. And also my goal for the podcast is to get me a new fucking computer and a a couple microphones. So, yeah, man, listen, let's go into 21. Let's do great things. Hell, if y'all want to tell me, like, I want to know what you got going on for 2021. Like, I want to know because, oh, I want to speak positivity into that. I want to see you accomplish your goals. Follow through with them, whatever it is, no matter how small, no matter how big. Let's have a great 2021. All right. Cool. Now, to keep things moving. Recently, it was surfaced on Twitter again because I love how Twitter resurfaces things that um, <laughs> have been brought up before. 
but the BDSM test. If you guys haven't taken it, you should. Um, I'll definitely check out the link and I will post it on my Twitter and also on Instagram. But there's a BDSM test that you can take. And it will basically show the percentage of what you are when it comes to whatever category that falls underneath. So what we're going to do for this episode, what I'm going to do for this episode, I'm going to break down my BDSM test for you guys. So you can kind of take a walk through my mind. All right. So the first thing that popped up, (laughs) I laughed a little bit like I chuckled. I chuckled because I'm like, of course it would. And if you know me, you would kind of know that this one is true, but it came in at 100 percent Brad Tamer. Now, with the two episodes that I've had so far, I have gotten more response from Bratz than I have from anybody. From anybody. It has been Bratz. It ain't even really been shit about the episode, to be honest with you. They hear the Brat Tamer part out of my mouth. This nigga think he a Brat Tamer. Brat Tamer? Ha. He okay. Well, I'm the bratty, bratty is brat that you love and meet. This, that, 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 man, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Don't talk about it. Be about it. I'll break your ass too. Don't worry. But it's laughable. Because I know they're, 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 they're trying to get a response out of me. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. Y'all are so cute. Y'all are brats. Y'all are adorable. Just trying to be trying to be the best bratty brats you can be y'all are adorable it's so cute but anyways um yeah i would say that this one is accurate this one is definitely accurate i have a lovable asshole personality like don't tell me i'm an asshole i'm like oh thank you (laughs) i know it i'm not gonna be rude or disrespectful maybe a little rude but i'm not gonna get disrespectful with it unless i'm degrading you then that's different but yeah a lovable asshole and i also have a a nonchalant attitude when it comes to brats like when they act out all right you want to throw a fit go ahead i'm gonna sit there let you throw your fit them have you looking looking stupid looking funny because you threw that fit for nothing normally they throw fits or they disobey to um get that reaction whatever reaction they're trying to get out of you whether they want to see you get mad or whether they just want you to bend them over your knee and spank them until they bruise whether they just want you to grab them by their throat like that's my thing i love it oh man listen i love brats brats give me a reason like i'm already dominant but give me a reason to be more dominant and aggressive like say some slick shit underneath your breath i dare you my hand will be gripping your throat so fast you can't even form your lips to say the next syllable. Or, I could hear what you say, ignore it. I could walk past you. I could not address it until an hour later, a day later, a week later. But being a brat timer, you don't forget what the fuck they say. You don't. You keep that shit in mind. It could be a week later. We're out in public. Wherever. We just say walking around. 
shopping center or something. Masked up, of course. I still remember. Oh, I haven't forgot. And I could pull your ass into a nice little corner where nobody really can see us. And I will bend you over right there, pull your pants down or your dress up, and I will spank you until you make a noise. Like, don't play with me. No, don't. Like, you would go on about your day. It doesn't matter where we're at, what we're doing. I'm either going to make sure that it's in an uncomfortable or an embarrassing setting. That's fine with me. I don't give a fuck. You brought this on yourself. Remember that. Just remember that. But I can get into um, that a little bit more when I get to the... But you'll see. But yeah, but brats, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And if you're dealing with a brat or plan on in the future, just know. Although you may tame a brat for the moment, for the day, for the week, for the month, whatever. They can't help but be a brat. Like it's going to come back out. They can't help but be defiant. They can't help but be disobedient. They can't help but try and trigger certain things in you to get the reaction they want out of you just when they do i need you to act accordingly this one kind of goes with the uh the brad tamer for me though because a lot of things that i do with this is ties into the brad tamer sadist <laughs> the results for sadist came back 100 this is accurate as hell very accurate for those of you who don't know what a sadist is a sadist is a person who derives pleasure especially sexual gratification from inflicting pain or humiliation on others better yet known as mr l i love inflicting pain for my pleasure not gonna lie to you i love it spanking you until you bruise or I see some welts with my hand or various items, whatever I can get my hands on, whatever I get my hands on, like pinching and twisting your nipples until your eyes get wide and your, your mouth lets out a moan of pain. Using nipple clamps are fun, too. They're, they're a great way to apply pain. Great way. Oh, if she has nipple rings, this is my suggestion. Let me take a swig of water real quick. Get like some fishing line or just something very thin yarn, probably too big, but you might can make it work. If she has nipple rings, the hoop ones great for it. The bars, it can still work. You just got to really tie it on there. Good. But get some twine, fishing line, whatever. Tie one into the nipple ring if she has barbells. Then slide. I wouldn't say a paperweight. If you can find a nice little size paperweight that applies some pressure when gravity pulls it and thus tugging the nipple ring. Or. Or like a bolt, like the little screw that goes on a bolt. Yeah. And then that way you can add on as many as you would like. Now, we don't want to rip her nipples off or, you know, tear the ring out of the nipple. So please be very careful. But still, just applying that little bit of pressure and then 
tying it to the other side of the ring or looping it through if she has hoops for nipple rings. And then you can either just have her stand there or anytime moving missionary, no, not missionary, but doggy and her titties are just hanging down or she's standing up, walking around, whatever, whatever you decide to do with it, just let your mind flow, but add weights to it something small that adds just enough weight it, it won't take a lot just you want to get that that little tug when you don't have to f physically do it every time with your hand or hell using nipple rings tied again tied to a chair tied to something that it, whenever she moves her chest it tugs on her nipple rings so she is the cause of her own pain Think about it. But once again, please be careful. We do not want you to rip the nipple rings out. We love and appreciate nipple rings. So, but yeah, you know, I'm definitely going to do that. I insist that you all do as well. You can use rope to tie up some titties. I haven't yet because once again, I need practice. <laughs> I need practice. But you can definitely tie them up. Tie them a little bit tighter than you would if you're regularly tying if you're regularly then you would what then you would regularly tying somebody up stumbling over my own words um and then have fun with the titties slap them pinch them bite them like biting is my favorite thing i love using my teeth love using my teeth whether that's biting the nipples, biting the titty meat, because we don't neglect the titty meat around here. Titty meat gets sucked, gets licked, gets pierced with our, the tip of the tongue, gets kissed, all of it. So you got to bite it, definitely. Especially if she, I know that she's going to be some, wearing something that is revealing cleavage. Oh, yeah. I'm going to either leave a bite mark underneath the titty so only she knows it's there or just somewhere that it may just... Half of it may slide out, might be seen with whatever shirt or top that she's wearing. But when it comes to the ass, oh, that's different. I'll leave bike marks wherever. And it's just not just like leaving them wherever. I bite down on that shit. I apply pressure. Oh, you think I'm, you think I was going to let it up? Because just because you said out one time? Nah, I'm still biting. If I break skin, so be it. But, like, I want to leave a bite mark where it's still going to be there three days later. Like, I want you to be able to look in the mirror. I want you to be able to take your hand and feel back there and be like, yo, it's still here. It's kind of like a reminder of the good, fun times that you had with me. <laughs> but definitely, you, I want those pictures of it. I want to see it every day. I want to see how it looks. I just love it. I don't know why, but I just do. There are another form of sadism or something that sadists tend to do. Um, they'll fuck with you mentally, play mental games with you, give you stern looks, whisper some sweet devious shit in your ear that'll have you shook. Like it might excite you but it'll definitely frighten you more of the latter. Like I love doing that 
whether it's out in public and I just whisper some shit in your ear like you yo, I'm not even gonna go there. But you know that whenever I get you to the point where I want you at, whether it's before we get into the car, when we get home, pulling over on the side of the road, oh, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. Um, wax play. I definitely want to try that. I've never done wax play. Never. But I am open to it. Uh, receiving and giving. But this is more talking about, you know, giving that pain. So I do want to do that. I have played with temperature. I've, I've done temperature play, play just a little bit. Diving into that more this year also. So using items that can be hot, causing pain, but you know, moments later or whenever they could soothe is soothing. So definitely wax play. Um also one of my favorites that I really love, overstimulation. I love that shit. And what I mean by that is like if you're coming or having an orgasm, I don't stop. Just because you had one, I don't stop. Just because you had two, I don't stop. I stop when I feel like I'm satisfied. When I am satisfied, that's when I stop. Like you're at my mercy. I will please your body as much as I want to. Like there's this one woman who um, we were having sex. And she was a squirter. Love squirters. Shout out to y'all. Love creamers too. But she was a squirter. And whenever she squirted, it took a lot out of her. The great thing about it, it was like I could feel it in her body, whether it's in missionary, whether it's in doggy, whether it's from the side. Like I, it, it would be like her body would shake from her head all the way down to her pussy as she was squirting. Like you could just feel it. And I loved it. But like she squirted so much like she it the orgasm was so overwhelming to her that she could pass out. She could pass out, enter into a subspace. Like, don't let me get, I'll get a missionary, just stroking, nice stroke going, you know. But I like to, I like to come in with it. I want to be laying chest to chest, my arms wrapped around their shoulders, and I would whisper in their ear, come on my dick. Yeah, come on daddy's dick. And that would be her triggering, her trigger words. And whoosh, boom, it just flow out. And she would let me know that she felt like she was about to faint. Oh, don't tell me that because I'm going to achieve it. Might increase the stroke just a little bit more. Dig just a little bit deeper. Let's just say she probably squirted about a good three or four times, maybe more. But the most I got her to pass out in one session at the same time, because I'll just keep going. She would squirt, pass out. Don't stop the stroke. Don't hit it with a nice little one that dug just a little bit deeper. She would come to. Then I wouldn't stop. Keep going. Squirt again, boom, out. Keep the stroke going. She'd come to. Do it again repeatedly until I was satisfied. Next thing you know, she's fainted five times and she's laying in the wet spot while we're cuddled up. Rubbing on her shoulders, rubbing on her back, kissing her forehead, 
because aftercare is very important aftercare is very important but yeah you're at my mercy if i'm making you come nah listen that one is just not enough for me two is just not enough that's why i enjoy making women come before penetration at least a couple times it's like a car during the winter time you got to go out you got to start the engine you gotta let it get warmed up you can't just go ahead and jump in crank the car up and go you're gonna fuck the car up you're gonna be cold sitting in the car nah you gotta crank it up let it warm up same exact thing but anyways that's enough about me being a sadist uh rigor this one was interesting not gonna lie, I was surprised that that came in at 100%. But once again, I am used to using zip ties, handcuffs, tape, whatever I can get my hands on, ties, belts, t-shirts, whatever. I just haven't, I haven't really had the opportunity to work with rope like that. I really hadn't done, wanted to because, like I said, I didn't have the patience for it. But I feel as though that I'm good to go for that right now. I just love having a woman bound up, tied up. Not being able to move. I do to your body as I please. Of course, you know, all this happens with consent. Anything that I ever say has always been consented to. That's the major key. Consent and health. Um, but yeah, you know, just her not being able to move. And I can either spank her ass, choke her with a belt flogger torture her with toys or just leave her right there because i was tired of her running her goddamn mouth <laughs> tired of her being a brat i'm gonna tape your shit up you're gonna sit right here i'll untie you when i'm ready but yeah you know i just like i like tying up with random things just not rope for some reason but that's gonna change dominant <clears throat> Dominant was 98%. I think it's spot on. I enjoy being in control. I enjoy having someone who trusts me to make decisions for themselves, whether it's sexual or non-sexual. Like, sexually, it turns me on because when a woman trusts you to take over and dominate her, she knows you're going to know what to do to and with her body. Like, when a woman gives you that submission... Yo, that means you've been doing something right. And she knows that you're going to continue to do that. You're going to cater to her needs as well as yours. So that's to me, that's dope. That's dope. Give me that. Listen, I love that shit. It's like a, it's a testimony and a reward all in one. And the same thing for non-sexual things like she values your opinion she like she values my opinion trust me to make the decisions for her on a lot of different things yeah i don't trust a lot of people i'll be honest with you straight up i don't go to people like hey, what should i do for this what should i do for that like I, I tend to make those decisions on my own like i will you know i have my close friends, group, family, mentors who I'll reach out and get, you know, their perspectives. But at the end of the day, I'm making that decision on my own, not because they said to do this. But when a 
when a woman is being submissive towards me and just like, hey, what should I do in this situation? I'm like, this is what you do. And she goes and she does it. And especially when it works out, yo, love it. But we'll get into more um, about dominance in the dom sub switch episode. 93% of warrior. I'm surprised this was higher than a couple of, well, yeah, a couple other ones, but I think this is accurate. I do enjoy watching people have sex. It's it's like live action porn. Never been to a sex club. Never been to a sex club and been able to like physically watch people who do it. But I've been in rooms or seen it just randomly. Dares, bets, different things like that. And I don't mind watching. Like I said, it's, it's live action porn. If you can sit and watch porn on your phone, you can watch somebody fuck right in front of you. I think, or at least I know I can. I enjoy watching masturbation videos. Yeah, let me see you please yourself. Touch your nipples here. Pinch them. Twist them. Pull it a little bit. Yeah, I love seeing that. I love seeing the reactions. I love seeing when a woman is playing with her pussy and she comes or she squirts or she she starts to scream. I mean, well, scream or cream, which are both at the same time. I enjoy seeing that, especially if she's making like faces. When black, yo, I make ugly faces when I come. That's fine. Like, I can see the intensity of your orgasm through your face. I love watching that. I love it. Your eyes roll to the back of your head. Your, your lips curl up. Like, your teeth just clench before you let out that moan. I love seeing that. Love seeing your body shake. How your body reacts when you orgasm like pay attention to that shit don't just focus on the pussy like the first time you watch it focus on the pussy see it enjoy it but then study her body see how the rest of her body reacts when she comes i love it hmm. i don't mind watching sex tapes like i mean now don't get me wrong if my boys are sending me like i don't i, nah, I don't want to see my boys sex tapes but i do have i have women who are friends and i've seen some of their sex tapes like they've sent it to me and i'm cool with it i'm like oh shit like i will hype you up i'm not even gonna lie in that situation i'll hype you up I'll be saying like oh shit look at you just got dick all down your throat like a little magician like oh watch me make the dick disappear okay i see you i see you okay hey them knees been putting in work. Meg the style in the gym. Them squats been paying off, huh? Getting them knees right. Like, yo, I will I will hype you up. But like outside of that, you know, just like watching porn or watching a sex tape or somebody else. Whether it's just like I'm I wouldn't say some random person, but not necessarily a friend, an associate, or somebody that I might follow on social media and they send me something. And if I'm enjoying it, I'm like, yo, I, I, I enjoy it. I'm a big fan of amateur sex anyway. I'll take that. Well, amateur porn. I'll take amateur porn over damn near every sex category there is. And sometimes I'll be sitting there watching. I'm like, damn, you know, I'll imagine that's my dick in there. Or imagine how good she feels. How good her pussy feels, how good her throat feels, all of that. 
Like, I, I love watching that and imagining it. I can get off to it. I can get off to my imagination. Or learning new things. Another reason why I enjoy watching. I can learn new things. I can apply it to myself. Like, yo, I need to go try this. Hold on. The next one, though. Exhibitionist. As I mentioned earlier, one of my goals for 2021 is to dive deeper into my exhibition exhibitionist side like it it turns me on being watched during sexual activities whether it's masturbating like not gonna lie damn near every time i masturbate it gets recorded i want somebody to watch it facetime sex love it just the fact that they're sitting there watching me stroke my dick oh i love it that's cool. Turns me on. Makes my dick a little bit harder. You know. Makes that come shoot a little bit further. But yeah. It just excites me. It excites me. Especially when I'm with someone. Like we can be in the car fucking. Whether it's after dinner. Whether. We just pull somewhere because we want it. We just want to fuck outside somewhere. Somebody walks by. They just start looking. I, I, I talk to her. Don't look at them. Focus right here on me. Right here. Look me in my eyes. Yeah, it feel good, doesn't it? Now look down. You see my dick going in and out of your pussy. You see how creamy you got my dick. How you got it glistening. Yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? Like, take your mind off who's watching. Just focus right here on me. But like the whole time, I'm getting turned on by it. And the same thing goes with sound. Like, yo, don't let us be somewhere and there are people around. I'm all for a sneaky link to the bathroom or to a vacant room or something like that during a get together or during a trip with friends or whatever. Like, yes. Hey, yo, let's go hit this bathroom up. When you send that text message, and they look at you they already know what it is they just get up right then and there and go ahead and go like yo go to the bathroom i'll meet you there in three minutes and they just get up they read the text they don't even respond they just get up and go i love that shit but while we're in there oh i'm i'm gonna give you some dick because i want them to hear it like you're gonna be fighting the urge to moan you're gonna be fighting the urge to scream you gonna be fighting to urge the urge to react because you don't want them to hear you fuck that I'm going to try and hit that spot so that way they, they, they can't hear you. I want them to hear how sexy your moans are. How good your pussy sounds. Why our thighs are slapping as I'm digging into it from the back. Whatever. I just, I like to be heard. I was, um, I was seeing this one, this one woman and she was, she was in a college dorm room at the time. And she would tell me, like, yeah, my roommate could hear us. I'm like, oh, damn, for real? What did she say? Oh, well, she said, um, that she's mad her dude doesn't make her sound the way that you make me sound. But she enjoys hearing it. I was like, oh, worry, okay. Next time, oh, I left the door open. I left it cracked open. Make sure that she got a nice little, um, nice little show. <laughs> but yeah, love it, exhibitionist. Now, this one, 
um this next one i think it ties back into dom sub and i think this is why this one was so high but master slash mistress came in at 90 percent um a master of me i think and i could be wrong but basically has a slave that does absolutely everything that the master demands of them like don't get me wrong i enjoy having power but i don't know if i want that shit on a daily basis you know i don't i don't know if i want all of that responsibility to fall on me because sometimes i can be busy and i can't give you that now during role play oh yo i'm with it during role play if you want to uh feed me grapes fan me with a big ass leaf you want to have me order you around flog your ass just because i want to or because you didn't do something that i liked or you fix something incorrectly and i make you go back in the kitchen and redo it like yeah role playing i can do that shit like treat me like a king i'm with it treat me like the master Next, <laughs> the greater uh, came in at eighty nine percent. This one's accurate. Now, the whole concept of degrading or being degraded in bed is definitely an acquired taste. It's not for everybody. It's not. There are some people who mentally and emotionally they can't take it. So be careful. Make sure that you have that conversation with your partners before you just decide to start to degrade them in the bedroom. Um, but when I'm involved with someone, you know, who likes to be called a filthy little slut, daddy sore, you know, sexy little bitch, sexy little hoe, love the way you walk, love the way you talk, let a young nigga come playing your throat, deep stroke your throat till I make you choke, throat baby. All right, um, I'm gonna stop, but um. Yeah, or like even a little cum slut, cum bucket, whatever, all of that. Like, it's it's an acquired taste. It's not for everybody. But when she's down with it, and make sure you have that conversation to know which words. For instance, um, one thing I, I try my best not to do is to call a woman a bitch. I don't. I, I, I try my best not to, you know, especially not in a derogatory way. And there are some women who like to be called that during sex, but not all women do. So make sure you're very careful with that. Have that conversation with your partner. Like, yo, all right, which names are, are good? Which names are you, you know, throwing the red light on? Stop. Don't do it. But, yeah, I'm basically with it, you know. Um, also, degrading doesn't just limit to words physical acts like i'm a, i'm i'm honest i'm a man i like i like to get my ass ate you know it's not a necessity or a requirement but if she would it i'm with it um but even in that matter you can use that as a degrading matter you can either sit back chill let her do her thing but if you want to use that as a like to, to degrade i could grab your hair and just rub your face 
all up and down the gooch, the balls, the ass, whatever. Like some that's degrading. Make you feel like you're a filthy little slut. You know. I'm gonna call you daddy slut. But you're gonna you're gonna earn that name. I'm not just gonna call it to call you it. Nah. If I call you that, it's because I'm turning you into that. It's a title that's earned, not just given. Um I love throw fucking. I do. And the saliva that it produces, incredible. But like with that, I could hold your head down until you, you gag and damn near throw up. That can be degrading. I'll pull it out, dick covered in saliva, whatever. Rub it all over your face, smack you in the face with it. Doesn't matter. I'm degrading you. I want you to feel, I want you to feel dirty. Like I enjoy getting a woman to feel like she's incredibly filthy but at the same time she loves that she is i love that i love it like when you get her to do some shit like who knows slip up her own squirt off of the floor whatever i love it and she enjoys it mm. yeah um nothing on her face i love the paint her face love it you know blank canvas that i get to apply my art to i love it but to some people that's degrading some women don't like it some enjoy it but even then they enjoy it because they make them it like makes you feel dirty and i'm with it i'm with it but when you do degrade once again uh another important thing with it can be aftercare all right so know your partner, know if they're going to require that aftercare afterwards, because that shit can be some mental and physical abuse. All right. 89% owner. Now, with this, uh, I think that ownership, it typically revolves around pet play, uh, which I'm not opposed to. I just never have done it. I've had conversations about it in the past. But like I never have done it. I'm gonna lie. Um, I would try it though. The idea of collaring, leashing, walking around the house with the, you know, little foxtail butt plug or whatever, and and might walk down to the to the mailbox, just go out in public. Yeah, I would try it. Not gonna lie. Oh, you want like a little feeding bowl, or water, food or something in it? I mean, if that's your kink, sure, I'll try it at least once, see how I feel about it. But, like, during the conversations I had with with the person, like, she wanted to go as far as getting a cage that was big enough for a human to fit in. And she wanted to be punished by being put in that cage. Whether I put it in there for a couple out for an hour or whatever, go do whatever I need to do or whatever I would like to do until she learned a lesson. The same way that you would do with a pet. Um, it even got to the point where like, yeah, you know, she acted up that bad or she would even enjoy being in the cage as I fuck someone on top of the cage or on the bed. While the cage is right there on the couch, wherever, just she's present in the cage or hell, even masturbating right in front of her. Tied up in the cage, that's another thing that can go back to sadism, I guess I will 
fuck with you like that. I will tie you up and masturbate in front of you because I know that you want it, but I'm not going to let you get to it. And I'll just, I hate wasting my cum, but I'll do it to teach a lesson. I will. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's, that's what I think about owner when, you know, it's the pet play. And, um, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't mind revisiting it. It's not something that has to happen. It's not. But if it does happen, cool, I'll try it. Um, I thought this one was going to be a little bit higher, but experimentalist came in at 88%. I'm open to experimenting new things, whether that is new toys, new position, new kinks. Like, I'm a firm believer in fuck it. Couldn't hurt to try. Unless it was meant to be painful, then that's a different story. But, yeah, for the most part, like, I have my hard nose. Of course, I have my hard nose. Um, but outside of that, no. I'm down to experiment things. Um, as the prophet that was Pop Smoke once said, I'm with whatever. I'm with everything. I'm with it all. I'm a slut. What's up? Give me lit. I dare you. Next we have Primal or Hunter. The Primal Hunter. That came in at 77%. I agree. Yo, the chase excites me. The chase excites me. Uh, Whether you are a woman that lets it be known that you know hey i can have it but i gotta come get it i enjoy it love it um like you know how we see kind of in movies a lot where usually two characters they will be in a bar setting or a restaurant setting and they'll lock eyes across from each other and the man has to figure out some way to get to the young lady That's me. I like that. I like being I like having to navigate, having to come up with some kind of creative game plan, creative scheme just to have that moment with you to be able to get to you and talk to you. You know, it's not like we're running in the woods and I'm chasing after you with a gun or anything like that. Like, no, a a hunter pays attention to their prey. You know, they watch how their prey moves, how they interact how they eat, how they talk, how they walk, all of it before they before they move in on their attack. You got to study your prey. And I love that. I love studying a woman. Oh, let me see how she interacts with this. Oh, she's giving me that look. That that means this, this or this. Mm, she went into a secluded room. Hmm. Cool, let me make my way through so I can get to her. To me, that's what I think of when like when I think of primal. Um now don't get me wrong, like hey, if you wanna if you wanna role play and we go out in some woods or something and I got a chase to come come get you, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'll catch you right there in the woods and fuck you. But at the same time, I um I feel as though that, you know, primal could be that as well. Like like you hit me with a pillow. We play fighting. You initiate it. Oh, I'm coming to get your ass. <laughs> I'm coming to get your ass. 
or even during sex, during intercourse. I like to hunt for that orgasm. Like, let me work to go get that shit. Let me pay attention to the body. Oh, this spot right here, that's the spot right there. Let me just keep stroking. Let me keep hitting it. Let me keep sucking on her clit while I'm fingering her G-spot with two of my fingers. Like, I, I love the hunt. I do. I love being the aggressor. Um, next one. Non-monogamist. Uh, I'm surprised with this one. That came in at 48%, which isn't high, but it's higher than I expected. Um, because it's like, yeah, for the most part, I would think I'm, I'm monogamous. That doesn't mean that I'm against welcoming someone else into the bedroom, into the fold. I'm not against having multiple subs. Like, none of that. Um, but yeah, like, for me personally, I'm, I'm like, hey, listen, if I get someone who we can experience things together, experiment together, I'm cool with that but at the same time I, I guess I'm also a flirt so I've been told so like I enjoy talking to multiple people and learning things and making them smile making them feel good I will flirt for food by the way um <laughs> but yeah so the non-monogamist uh, I'm surprised that it was at 48 percent now if it was like 20 something then I'd be like all right that's that's more like it all right 44 percent masochist <clears throat> this is this is pretty accurate um long story short you know i don't mind being choked i don't mind being slapped i don't mind being bitten i don't mind being scratched like i do all of those things i don't scratch but I, i'll choke i'll slap if she's into it shout out to the women who like to be slapped you are loved you are appreciated um please if you guys are blessed with the opportunity to slap someone during sex you don't want to like physically abuse them don't go giving right jabs and uppercuts and shit like no don't do that um but yeah anything that i give for the most part about 95 percent of it i can take as well except for anal can't take that i'm good um but yeah choke me back bite me like if you choke me, it, uh, like I said, you 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 choke me. I'm gonna get more aggressive with you. I am. Same thing with biting. I'm going to get more aggressive. You give it to me. I'm giving it right back to you. Whether it's doing the same thing or whether it's through my dick while we're having sex or while I'm throat fucking you, whichever way. Um, but definitely dig dig your nose in me. If I'm making you feel that good, express yourself. And if that's how you do it, <clears throat> then do it express yourself rope bunny 29 percent <laughs> um i don't <clears throat> excuse me talking for this long y'all know though gets dry just need something to wet my whistle but um yeah i don't mind being tied up i don't uh, i think that the thing that happens with that is I've been tied up before or restrained and she was trying to dominate me. It wasn't working because as I've been told, I don't have a subside at all. Like I am just that dominant where I started to dom from a submissive space and I can't help it. I can't. 
<laughs> I can't help it. Um, but like, yo, I'm okay with being tied up though. Like, I I don't know. Maybe it's conversation that may need to be had where, all right, hey, listen, next time just, yo, take my mouth shut. Take my mouth shut. Blindfold me. Because first of all, you're not tying me up if I don't trust you. Secondly, if you don't want me to dominate from being tied up, then shut me the fuck up. It's as simple as that. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely open to it. I've seen some incredible videos of men being um, being bound and getting pleasured, and I'm I'm down for it. I want to try it. I think I would enjoy it. Just like I say, blindfold me, take my mouth. Nineteen percent switch. Um, yeah, I don't know because apparently. Once again, I'm not submissive, so I don't know if I can switch. Maybe doing role-playing, you know, as a reward for something, and that would have to be submissive. Cool. Depends on what you're planning on doing with that submissiveness. You know, eh. Mm. We'll see. Um, 18% degradee. I don't think that I've ever been degraded during sex, so I honestly can't say. Um, like I said earlier, you know... Nutting on a face can be looked at as someone degrading someone else. But like, nah, I welcome getting my face squirted on. Like, I will literally hold your legs down if you planned on moving while I'm eating your pussy and you're about to squirt. No, I want my face to be drenched. And don't hold that shit back. So, uh, but like verbally, I know I haven't been degraded during sex. Um, so I'm not surprised that that's an 18%. The next one, coming in at 13%, Daddy Mommy. Um, to me, being called Daddy and being in a daddy, a daddy slash little relationship are two totally different things. Just based off of what I know, um, there's probably more to it, and that's cool. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but... Um, One, when you're called daddy, when a woman calls you daddy, like during sex or outside of sex, and you guys aren't in that daddy little relationship, it's because you're taking care of business and you're in charge. Like you're handling shit in and outside of the bedroom. Like that's why you get called daddy. If you get called daddy because you're in a daddy little relationship, um, it's because you've been taking care of a little like you are responsible for them one who has that a, a kink like that um has like childlike tendencies when they're little you know so you have to cater to their needs the same way that you would a child i could be wrong but if i'm right this one quite isn't for me if it's for you cool do your thing just because it's not for mr l doesn't mean that it you know i'm talking down about it or anything but i know that um i don't want any kids right now that i can't claim on my taxes <laughs> but kudos to you uh who do take that responsibility of a daddy to a little or a mommy to a little shout out to y'all um vanilla at 12 percent. i mean after hearing me breaking all these things down it should be pretty self-explanatory 
why this one is so low at 12%. I thought it should be lower, but I guess there are some vanilla sides of me there. Now, this is the big one right here for me. Because I've talked about it a couple times. I am apparently 7% submissive. Boom. If anybody has ever told you Mr. L is not submissive, I got the test right here to prove that I am. And it's 7%. Where's that 7% at? I have no fucking idea. But it's in there somewhere. I don't know. Hey. Um, coming in at 1%, though, we had pet. I personally just don't have any interest in acting like a pet myself. That's it. I just don't have any personal interest for myself to do that. Um, and then we had all these zero percenters. That would be Brett. Because one, I don't have a submissive side except for that 7%. My bad, I do. But it's not enough for me to be a brat, I guess. Uh, a boy-girl, which would be, I think, like the little and the daddy-mommy relationship, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, a slave, once again, not 7% submissive. Age player. Um, like, I'm cool with doing things with women who are older than me. Definitely. By, you know, a decade or Sometimes too, depending on how you look at it. I'm cool with that. But as far as acting like I'm older than what I am or having a huge difference in age for someone who's younger than me when I'm at 30. So I, I have a cutoff at what age that I drop down to. So like age player to me, I, I don't think that's, yeah, no, nah, there's a reason why it's 0%. Now, this one, I am actually surprised that it is 0%. Primal being the prey to the hunter. Um, <clears throat> I don't mind being hunted. I love, I love it when a woman can be the aggressor sometimes. She shoots her shot. Or she, she lets it known that she wants me. I love it. I love it. You know, eight times out of ten, then I'm the one taking over from there. But like, hell, simple shit. Like I remember one time. Let me get a little bit of water real quick. One time, uh, I was at a at a little kickback, a little gathering. It was Fourth of July, and it was at some friend's apartment. We were kicking it, having a good time. You know, eating, whatnot. And this one particular young lady, she had chicken wings. She was the only person who got chicken wings or whatnot. And like I said, I can be a flirt. So we we're just kicking, talking it, whatever. And me and her just so happened to end up standing side by side in the kitchen while other people are, you know, all around. And she, uh, she was eating the chicken wing. And she was like, here, this one's for you. And I'm like, oh, for real? She's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm like cool, appreciate it. You know, I'm gonna eat it over here though, so you know nobody else sees that uh, you gave me a chicken wing. And she was like, "Nah, fuck that. That's why I gave it to you. I want them to see that I gave you a chicken wing, and you're the only one who got a chicken wing." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like that tells a lot. I like that. I love that shit. Like that was a nice little small story, but still, I love like just the impactful that. She she wanted niggas to know that she was doing some shit for me that she won't doing for the other niggas. And I loved it. She went on the hunt. 
and it worked. So, hey, I love a woman who shoots a shot. It's just me. Um, so yeah, I'm surprised that primal being the prey was so low. Like majority of the time, I am the hunter, but in this case, I don't mind being hunted. Let me know that you want me. Come get me. Men can be the prize too. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that wraps up the the BDSM survey test for Mr. L. Um hopefully that that just gives you a little bit more insight into my mind my thought process the things that i like things that i'm down for and whatnot but before i end the episode um last week we did well not last week but the last episode i had a special guest kiki from kinks with kiki and we had an episode about sex toys and whatnot um by the way, we are going to be announcing the winner of the clitorial G-Spot vibrating stimulator suction cup toy, whatever. Head over to my Instagram from the mind of Mr. L and you can see the toy in one of my posts. But we will be announcing on Instagram next week who wins that toy. Um, once again, you can go there. You can check the post. It's not too late. To All you got to do is go and at as many friends, followers, whatever, that you can underneath the post. Also, you must be following myself and Kinks with Kiki. So make sure you go over and do that. But because the episode ran kind of long um, and, you know, we had the stress of the holidays going on, cut the episode a little short and we didn't get a chance to do um, living your best kink life during a pandemic. So I doubled up today and I'm focusing on two. Uh, I definitely look forward to having Kiki back on and still doing this because let's face it, we'll be in the pandemic for a little while. Um, and getting her, you know, ideas and views from it. But today I'm going to focus on anal and orgasm control. Now, why is anal a good idea to practice during a pandemic to me long story short you ain't got to go no fucking where <laughs> most of us are working from home unless you're an essential worker which shout out to you thank you appreciate you for what you do you do not get the recognition or the pay that you deserve but thank you for doing what you do and when i say essential workers that means anyone in the medical field anyone that has to work at a restaurant grocery store whatever if you are out here risking your life because people need to consume things or because people are sick thank you like i know you're doing what you got to do um but yeah so you don't have to go anywhere for the most part like you're in the comforts of your own home anal is something that can hurt not gonna lie especially if not taking the right precautions and if you're just getting started with it you definitely want to be comfortable. Um, now, this is for women and men both, because there are some men who enjoy toys in their ass or fingers in their ass. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, it can be uncomfortable, especially starting out. So having to be at home offers you that that comfortability level. You know, you don't have to worry about going out and spending hours outside of of your house 
you can practice it right right in there and you don't have to have a partner to practice it that's the great thing as well so hey what can you do first i suggest reading up on it all right i can only tell you but so much but there's still so much to learn about it what i insist on you doing after reading up on it get two things get lube and butt plugs you definitely want to train that muscle to get used to having something in it we're used to having something come out of it but you want to train it to get used to having something go in it now it doesn't mean you're gonna be walking around here loose booty and shit like no it's a, that's not how it works um be careful what lube you get if you go back and listen to the last episode the last episode toys that stuff more than just stockings we discussed different types of lube that would that would help that uh would be specifically for anal versus like um the numbing lube where you don't feel anything and although that's you know you would think that's great at the same time what if something rips what if something tears you know you won't feel it until after that numbing lube wears off you want to be able to feel that so that way you know you know your limits you know where you can start you know where you can stop so get lube get butt plugs um butt plugs purpose outside of looking you know good i love a good jewel butt plug i'm a butt plug fanatic as i've said plenty of times before shout out to the butt plug bandits out there okay um but yeah it it helps to kind of to to train that muscle that's in your ass it helps to train train your anus all right that's what it does uh it gets used to having something in it you know they don't go too far in they just go enough where you can start to get a feel for it all right like i would assume that the the thing that hurts most with anal is the thickness of the dick when the when the dick has a nice girth to it and it stretches your asshole length i think that you'd be okay with but the thicker the dick is i think the harder that it may be to take so use that butt plug they have different sizes they do have weighted ones research see which ones you can get a whole you can get a package of butt plugs where it's like three in a pack and you increase the size with each each one that you uh that you get so what you want to do is start off with something small all right put it in where it i've had subs where i've anal trained them you know you can start off with 30 minutes a day you can do two hour increments do two hours with the butt plug in two hours with it out two hours with it in again another two hours with it out one more two hour segment with it in then another two hour segment with it out. well the rest of the day take it out all right you can do that or when you take it out you can use a dildo a vibrator don't like listen i know we are go big and go home a lot of or go home a lot of times in this situation nah, take your time please definitely take your time you do not want to hurt yourself um but yeah you you definitely don't have to go anywhere if it starts to get uncomfortable or if you feel something that doesn't feel right you are in the comforts of your own home same thing if you are doing it with a partner and that you guys are just trying it together where they're putting their dick inside of you 
or their strap, whatever it is that you're using. Once again, you're in the comforts of your own home where you don't have to go out and do things so you can sit and rest because it can get sore and it can't hurt. So, hey, go get some lube, get butt plugs, maybe a small vibrator or dildo um, and be careful. Enjoy it. Be careful. Don't try and do too much. Don't try and push past your boundaries unless you just want to hurt yourself like that then do it. But anal is meant to be pleasurable, not all pain. Uh, also, whether you're doing it by yourself or with a partner, stimulate your body somewhere else. Be relaxed. Stimulate your body somewhere else. Play with the clit while something's getting slid in your ass. All right. Try and take the not all of the focus, but some of the focus off of something sliding in your ass for the first time the second living your best kink life during the pandemic that i'm going to uh talk about is orgasm control now you can go with this one many different ways one way um for the fellas you can practice lasting longer in the bedroom like you can use this time to practice that how get your flashlight i suggest get your flashlight get you some lube go to work like it's not better than pussy but it's the next best thing i mean for some you know start working on your your breathing you know control your orgasm you don't want to come too soon you want sex to be pleasurable and to last long right so that's what you would do. Um, edging is also a form of orgasm control. Now, I will be honest, when it comes to edging for myself, I'm ass at it. I'm weak. I'm weak. I'm a little bitch when it comes to edging because the sensation. All right. So basically what you're doing with edging, either with yourself or with a partner, you're building up to that orgasm. You're getting almost to that point and then you stop. And it goes away, and then you build it up again. Stop. Goes away. Then you build it up again. Nah. That shit starts to feel good. It feels overwhelming. And, like, I'll be telling myself mentally, like, yo, yo, stop, 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 stop. And they say, I'm like, nah, I can't. And boom. Um, so, when it comes to edging, I prefer doing it with a partner. Hey, edge me while I'm tied up. Tied up, blindfolded, mouth covered. Do your thing. Be You just got to know or have a good feeling of when I'm about to come. But I love doing it to a woman because it's like a tease. It's a nice tease. You get that you get that overwhelming sensation from about to come, but then you're denied it. Then I deny you of your orgasm, but then I'll build you right back up to it. Then I'll deny you again of it. Build you right back up and then I might let you come or I might not. But you can work on your orgasm. You can work on orgasm control by edging, doing different practices, um, especially while you're at home in the pandemic because you're not going nowhere. Take that time. Take an hour out of your day. Well, maybe not an hour, 30 minutes, however long it takes for you. Stroke your shit. Finger your pussy. Hell, there are trigger words for a lot of people that make them come. 
Like when they hear it, it turns them on to the point where they have an orgasm. If you don't like that you uh, <laughs> that you don't have control in that because someone has control with their words and with their actions to make you come, then use this time to work on that for yourself. Start building up to that that feeling of of about to orgasm and then stop. Hey, it might help. It might help. It depends on the stronghold that those words have over you. So, yeah. Hey, those are just a couple things that you can definitely do and a couple kinks during the pandemic that you can practice and that you can enjoy. All right. So that's going to end the this episode uh, from the mind of Mr. L. But before I do go, there's one thing that's been heavy on my mind and my heart to say. I know it's not you guys um, and gals and however you classify yourself. But it's mainly for those other people out there. In 2021, I want you to realize everything is not meant for you everybody's purpose is not to cater to you and what i mean by that is just because somebody does something that you don't like doesn't mean they have to change it you can block that person you can unfriend that person you can ignore that person for instance um and this is free publicity to her, which I don't care because I've bought a lot of stuff using her website because I love a good deal. But head over to Instagram, save with Sydney. She has amazing deals all the time. And she also po- posts sex toy deals. And I think it's great because it's, what if you have someone who for the first time wants to buy a sex toy? They don't want to invest a lot in it. So guess what? There's a deal for it. She posts deals for everything else. A lot of family oriented stuff, a lot of personal stuff. But then when it comes to the realm of sex toys, people have an issue with it. Hey, I don't appreciate you posting about this. Hey, can you create a different profile so you can post about this and I don't have to see it? This, that, that, that. Stop following her. You can ignore it. You can skip past the post. Her sole purpose of this page isn't for you. It's to help whoever wants help finding a deal and whatever is being offered like relax you can easily block the person unfollow not listen to what they have to say or post everything isn't meant for you everything isn't to be catered towards you in that sense all right So y'all spread that message out there to those who don't understand it. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you for rocking with me on another episode of From the Mind of Mr. L. Stay masked up. Social distance. Until next time. Peace.